return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Amen. Well, tonight we have Sidney going to be ministering and playing, so let's welcome him. Amen. As he as he plays and shares. Hallelujah. still in the mood of worship just close your eyes with me if you can we serve a living God he's awesome in this place just just love on him lift your voice and oh Sharda Bagoza We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Lift your voice in your own words, just love on him. Who is he to you? You want to tell him. We are not in a hurry to leave his presence. Just koja. Don't be weary in worshiping. Blessed assurance Jesus is mine Purchased of God, 
Some he's their provider, to some he's their sustainer. Who is God to you? Just lift your voice, don't be weary of praising, of worship. name we worship. Amen.
Hallelujah. Amen. Are you excited to be here tonight? Oh, I don't see excitement. Are you excited? Give a clap offering unto Jesus. Amen. God is good. And all the time he's good. I want to share a word with you tonight entitled, Stand Firm. So, I don't know about you, but, you know, growing up, um, some of the preachers that I listened to, you know, made me to believe that being a Christian was void of trouble. So, when you become born again, you know, it's a rosy, cozy journey. Um, But when I grew up and, you know, studied the scriptures for myself, I realized that it wasn't true. It's not all that true, you know. Um, The book of Psalms, chapter 37, verse 8, says something. And I want us to read verse 19. Um, let's go to the 34 first. 34 verse 19. Yeah. It says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Not few, but he says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous. And so, Let's define affliction. What do we mean by affliction? Anything that will cause you suffering or pain is an affliction. And the Bible is saying that many are the afflictions of the righteous man. Who is the righteous man? And so, in the Old Testament, we all know that the righteousness of God was based on works. So you have to be upright. You have to serve the Lord. You have to, you know, do everything possible to please God. But in this New Testament, a righteous man is someone who has accepted the Lord as his personal Savior. So when you accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, you have the righteousness of Christ. And so when God sees you in the Spirit, he sees the righteousness of God on you. And so scripture is saying that the one who is born again, many are the afflictions. And so the question remains who causes these afflictions? Is it from God? Is it from the devil? Where is it coming from? And um, Pastor Dave, you know, says something that you have to plan for for the evil day. Now, let's go to the book of Psalm, chapter 37, starting from the 18. Can we go back one? One more verse. Verse 18. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and the inheritance shall be forever. Now, the word upright is a synonym for the righteous. So, He's talking about the righteous here. Verse 19. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time. 
Let's note that. In the evil time. And in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. I know that, um, you know, when we look at the word the, the is a definite article. That means that it's, there's a difference between a and the. So this is something, it qualifies something that's, um, that has to happen. And so the evil time means that there's an evil time that everybody will face. Once you are on the face of the earth. And so Pastor Dave, you know, talks about proper planning. And so sometimes if it's financial, he tells you, you have to save some money, you know, for that day, when that day comes. But, you know, sometimes certain things come on us that is, you know, that money cannot solve, that is above money. You know, what do you do in that situation? And so the scripture is telling us that there is an evil time that will come whether you like it or not. You know, it doesn't really matter if you're a Christian or not. There is an evil time. But when you are born again, you know, you have plenty of that. <laughs> Where is that coming from? We, we know that we are living in a fallen world. And so in the book of John chapter 10 verse 10, it talks and spells out clearly the purpose of the devil. It says, The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill and to destroy. This is Jesus speaking. He says, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. But we are emphasizing on the purpose of the thief. He, he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. His assignment as, you know, um, an opposer of the brethren, his assignment is to make sure that you deny Jesus. You give up on your faith. And so, he will make sure that he throw everything at you. He studies you and look at what you like best and attacks them. We can look at the story of Job when he was attacking Job. You know, Job's kids were so dear to him, the Bible says that every time he would sacrifice for them. So that should tell you that they meant so much to him. And so the Bible said he attacked them, you know, just to get to him. But the Bible said Job stood firm, even when his wife told him, Curse the Lord and die. And so, the, the purpose, like we are seeing, of the devil is to make sure that he takes, you lose your faith. And so, tonight I came to tell somebody, stand firm. It doesn't matter what comes your way. Stand your ground. It doesn't matter what he brings to the table. It doesn't matter what he hits, throws at you. Just stand firm. Hallelujah. Let's go back to the 30, um, verse 19, 37, 19. Verse 24. Though he fall, 
He shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. Hallelujah. So, this is to tell us that the road is not, is not easy as it seems. But he's telling us that there is a probability that you might slip. And he's saying that though you fall, he will save you. He will come to your aid. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. And so, you know, the scripture that says that if you, you will come to Christ in the book of Matthew, that if you come to Christ, pick up your cross and follow me. The original rendering for that verse is keep following me. So which means that, you know, you, you might take a step, fall down. When you fall down, don't stay there. Keep following. So it might be hard. You know, you might be praying for something. Something might not be right. You know, praying to God for, for an answer and it's not coming. Still keep following. Keep following. Keep following. He's trying to tell you that there's, there's going to be a day where things will work out for you. It might not be today. It might not be today. But surely there's going to be a time where you will smile. I came to tell somebody tonight, stand firm. Verse 40, And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in Him. So this is where, you know, it lies. Just keep trusting in the Lord. Just keep trusting in the Lord and he will come to your aid. So, God wants us to not give up on him. God doesn't want us to lose faith. He wants us to be like Daniel. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 6, verse 23, he was thrown into the lion's den because of prayer. What did he do? He stood his grounds and still prayed. Regardless of the threats that came. We can also look at Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. The Daniel chapter 3 verse 23 to 26. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego fell down, bound in the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished, and rose up in haste, and spake, and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see Four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth person is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace, and spake and said, Shadrach, 
Meshach and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth out of the midst of the fire. Now, one preacher man said something that, you know, troubles or afflictions are the cooking pots that God prepares his generals. So, sometimes God allows certain things. I was reading the scripture um, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Where Paul said that he doesn't allow, you know, certain temptations that is above you to come upon you. So why does it allow it at all? Why does it allow it to happen in the first place? If he doesn't allow one that is greater than you. Which means that he can prevent it from coming. But we have to understand that in the school of life, there are stages you get you move from one stage to the other you cannot move from first grade to eighth grade and so god has to prepare you he allows it to come and so some of the prayers that we pray god deliver me from it god deliver me should be god strengthening me to stand firm while i walk through the fire he, he, he didn't promise us that the fire will not come. The fire will come. The waters will come. But he said, it will not drown us. And so sometimes we need the strength to go through what we're going through. It's so hard. But sometimes we need the strength. Paul said, he prayed to God thrice for God to take that thing away from him. But God said, my grace is sufficient unto you. And so, sometimes God prepares us. You might be in a job, you know, you are aiming at the CEO position. And God is saying, no, I need to take you through. You need to learn some skills, some people skills. So, take care of these four people. When you are, when you are matured, when you are of age, you'll be promoted. So, it's not as if God will not hear that prayer. But sometimes God allows it to prepare you. To learn certain things. To equip yourself. So that when it gets to that level, you will not embarrass yourself and embarrass God. Hallelujah. And so, he allows it to happen to prepare you. You can imagine when um, David, when David was left alone by his brethren and father to take care of the sheep in the backside of the desert. And... You know, he was forgotten. I can imagine what will be going through his mind. You know, um, God has forgotten about me. God has given up on me. It doesn't look like I'm loved. But in the backside of the desert, God was training him. And so scripture says that the bear will come and he will kill them with his hand. Bare hand. The lion will show up and he will kill the lion with his bare hand. What was happening? God was taking him through some training because of the purpose. He was to be the leader of a whole country, of God's people. And so for God to entrust um, something as great as this into your hands, you have to be equipped. 
You have to be prepared. Because God's people mean so much to Him. He cannot, he cannot just, you know, entrust this into your hands, you know, just like that. You have to be well prepared. And so, you remember when they got to the battlefield, the Bible said, and David showed up. And there and then, his brethren, you know, prevented him. But he had been training for this for too long. Now the time came for him to, you know, um, he's been practicing. So to demonstrate what he's practiced over the years. And when opportunity was given to him, he delivered. And he became the hero. Hallelujah. And so what is the point? What I'm trying to say is that sometimes God allows it. Like we read from the scriptures. Let, let's go there so that we, we see what that says. First Corinthians chapter 10. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that Ye are able, but will, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape. That ye may be able to bear it. Um, when you read the other renderings, it says that, you know, he will not allow that to come upon you. He will not allow that. So which means that he can prevent it, like I said, you know. So, what do we do when we find ourselves in situations like this? The Bible said the other day, 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6 to 8. 1 Samuel chapter 30. And David was greatly distressed, for the people speak of stoning him. This is David after they returned from war. Because... The soul of the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the effort. And Abiathar brought thither the effort to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop, shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail, recover all. So, this is a story of um, when, you know, the Bible said, they went to war, Israel went to war. And while they were fighting in the battlefield, the enemy came over, killed his people, took his, you know, kids and wives um, captive. And so the people were so distressed, as we read. And they were ready to stone this man. You can imagine the intense pressure. Everybody's talking against you. You caused this. You could have allowed us to stay, but you told us to go to the battlefield to go and fight for our country. And now we return and our wives are gone. And they were ready to stone him. But he did something 
you know, he could have killed himself. You know, he could have ended it all. But he did something. The Bible says, and he encouraged himself in the Lord. And David encouraged himself in the Lord. And David encouraged himself in the Lord. Sometimes you have to speak to yourself and tell yourself, it is well. You lose something and you speak to yourself and say, all is not lost. This is not, you know, scripture says that when the tree is cut off, even when the tree is cut off, it still has hope. It says, at the scent of water, it shall spring forth again. So there is still hope. There is still hope. There is still hope. I came to tell someone, stand firm. Stand your ground. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. Isaiah chapter 40. It says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. So if you find yourself in that situation, you've been praying and praying and it seems as if God has given up on you and you have given up on yourself. And everyone has given up on you. He said, wait on him and he will renew your strength. Like I said, sometimes you need the strength to go through the fire. He said, and you shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Hallelujah. Let's look at our, our last scripture. First Corinthians chapter 16. Watch ye stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men. Be strong. Let all your things be done in charity. Stand firm in faith. Never give up. Never give up. It doesn't matter what comes your way. Never give up. You know, I... Huh, I know it's not easy. Sometimes it's so tough. And... You get to the point where you, you go like, God, if you don't do this, I'm not going to serve you anymore. You know, I don't know whether you've got into that point where the intense pressure, like, you want this burden to be lifted off your shoulders and you've been praying and praying, going to, you know, talking to people about it, you know, and it seems as if, it's becoming bigger and bigger. And you get to the point and you won't even quit. I came to tell somebody, I don't know who I'm talking to, but don't give up yet. Don't throw in a towel. Yeah, God will, will answer your prayer. Yeah, God is good. He said he will come to your aid. He will deliver you. You know, he will deliver you. One thing is that most of the time, there is a crown. You know, sometimes God 
will pick you up from the dungeon, from the dunghill, and set you up amongst princes. And so you see people talking about you, talking about that very situation. And then they will look at the situation two years later, a year later, six months later, and go like, how did this happen? And you tell them, that is what your God can do. Just close your eyes with me as we pray. Just close your eyes and, and, and pray. You, you want to lift your voice and pray that God will strengthen you. I keep emphasizing on this. Strengthen me, Lord. Strengthen me, Lord. To walk this walk to... To do what you have called me to do. Strengthen me, Lord. Just lift your voice. Pray that prayer. In the name of Jesus. Not just that we are praying for, for the church. That God will strengthen us. Ah, God is strength, strengthening us. If there's someone here in the church... That is giving up. That's thinking about quitting. We're praying that God, the Spirit of the Lord, will touch them. The Spirit of the Lord will give them every reason to keep moving. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice. Adabasha. Quicken our mortal bodies, O oh God. Strengthen us, O oh Lord, O oh Lord, O oh Lord, O oh Lord. Your strength, O oh God. Your strength, O oh God. Your strength, O oh God. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your word. We thank you that you continue to strengthen us. You continue to empower us, O oh God, so we will fulfill our purpose for which you have called us in the name of Jesus. Thank you that we have not failed. Thank you that we are growing stronger and stronger. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Wasn't that a good word? Good word tonight. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylifeatbrookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.